plan, if there's a will, there's a wish, there's a will. No, so, there's a will, there's a will. Daniel and I were discussing, we were thinking, Bokerto, first of all, uh, we were discussing what to do. So, we said we could do the following idea we could leave the class at this time, and then everybody figures out for themselves how they're going to, to, to pray. Um, because it's, it's, I'm having trouble seeing how, um, seeing the, the lot, the problem is that the time of Elul is a time when you're supposed to increase your Torah learning, yes, right? And then, and then it comes to these 40 days when we're supposed to be doing better and we drop our, our main but Torah the, learning the for the day. The minyan that you go, they do the slichot after the minyan. The minyan that I go... You mean the 620? Yes. No, no. I, I typically, these days I haven't even been going, but I typically go to the 7 a.m. Okay. And I, and the I, 620, they do it after the, 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 the services, usually. No, I, personally, I, I mean, I don't, know, I don't even know what tefillah I'm going to try to catch, yes. but uh, I may go to a much later minyan. I don't know what I'm going to do. I may do slichot before I come, and then I go, may go to the minyan after. Okay. Um, I, I, but if you, if you two will come... The, the only thing I have, the only thing I'm scared is that the slichot sometimes it takes a little bit longer and then we get squeezed between the slichot and the class. Uh, I th- the only thing I, the only thing I is think... There, is there a slichot at 7 o'clock? I don't even know. I'm assuming 7, 6.50. So I know, I know the 8 o'clock, I know, I know the 8 o'clock, they do it at 7.25, something like this. We could also ask ask Rabbi Maruf if if it's appropriate. Are we? Is it okay to to leave slichot early to come to a class? I I'm almost sure he will say yeah. You could do that. You know what we have in the, the next few days. We will find out exactly all the timetable. Fine. But I don't think we should go on to our our annual break. Afternoon is more difficult because by the time the afternoon comes, my head is, is somewhere else. But, um, <laughs> so, okay, here, here's, here's uh, the next thing. I think I'm going to start a class on Sunday. I don't know if you, if you guys can make it, but it will be geared more for this class. Meaning what time? 10.15, I think, a.m. After, 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 after like the 9.30 minyan or the 8.30 minyan. 10.15 a.m. at Shara Rachamim. The, the idea will be to continue from where we left off during the week, try to summarize the rest of the parasha, and then, show, and then explain how it passes into the next, the next week's parasha. So it's really the key element. Yes. <laughs> that, that's what the, the goal of the class will okay. be. All right. So, so uh, you could we miss a lot of the sweet stuff in the middle when we, when we no because I've been getting complaints that well, we that one is no problem because I can go to any minyan Sunday yeah, morning yeah. and then after I, uh, no the, the only reason for that one is because I've been getting complaints you know we've studied the beginning of the parasha 40 times never, in our we lives never, we never, we never and, get the and middle yeah, and the finish and many people never end up studying the middle and the end of the parasha so it would be nice to, to do that as well so I think that would be that would, that would be a much larger class I think uh, I mean it's going to be open to men, women, children, dogs. Inside or outside? The haftarah is Shofetim, Isaiah, or uh, Nun Aleph, Pasuk Yud Bet. Just past the jewels, mm-hmm. now we go into the... Okay, so next. that for the public service. Today was, today's shiur was a public service announcement. You can now go to Minyan. Uh, okay, now we, we really have like 10 minutes left. Okay. 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 Okay.
This is, we continue the, the Haftarot of, of Tanhumin, the, the Haftarot of, of Consolation. This is the fourth one, and we were doing from our, our, our personal favorite, Yeshaya, who says some of the most beautiful psukim. Some of these psukim you're going to recognize. So that's always very fun. When you're studying Tanakh and you see psukim that we use in the tefillah, now you'll know what they mean. Now, I'm going to translate and I want to see if you could pick up what the meaning is. I, I am he who consoles you. Who are you that you are fearing from uh, men that die, Adam, and from people that are like grass or that are given to grass? What is that last phrase or what, what is the Pasuk trying to say? It's saying we have a tendency to be fearful of other men. Mm-hmm. But you have to recognize that the all end, men gonna go on the, exactly. uh, all go men are mortal. Yeah. So yeah, who are you <laughs> who are you to be afraid of men who are mortal and of men who end up turning to grass? Right? Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a nice it's, very, it's, like, it's actually uh, it makes sense to be going into, me. Ah, wait, let's read. Give him. But Tishka Khadonai Osecha Noteshamaim Yosed Aretz. And instead of fearing, instead, by fearing them, you're also, you forget Hashem, your maker, who stretches out the skies, and establishes the earth. And you're afraid all day, every day, from the anger of the Oppressor, Oppressor. as he prepares to destroy. But where is the where is the anger or the the anger of the of the oppressor? The, what is this referring to? So it could be just a general idea of of where do you think the anger of the oppressor comes from? If not from me, yes, right? Sure. You should be fearing me, yes. and then you I, have nothing to fear. And there is actually a beautiful concept here that fear of man is inversely related with fear of God. Mm-hmm. If you fear God, you then you don't fear man. If you don't fear God, you will fear other men. Right? So that's a beautiful, very beautiful idea. I should not fall under the hand of man because man is less merciful than God. Ah, yeah, Femeon. Femeon. That's a lesson for Elul. Yeah, for Elul. That's what you say, right? For Selichot. Right, exactly. Okay. Now, what the, what the Peshat could be, if you're taking a historical approach, is that Yeshaya may be referring to, when it says, Ve'ayech hamat ha-metzik, where is the anger of the destroyer? Whenever the Jews were in Bavel, they were very, very nervous when the Persian Empire was starting to take over and to destroy and to, and to conquer the Babylonian Empire. So, uh, but the Persian Empire ended up being very, very friendly for the Jews and they ended up being a very good, uh, very good uh, 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 empire for the Jews to be living in. And therefore, the Navi is asking, you were so scared of the oppressor, but where but, was it? Right? Where, was the, where was it? I made it sweet for exactly. you. Exactly. He was, they ended up being good. Okay. Uh, the tso'e is someone who's hunched over. So lehipateach is for the, the hunched person to be straightened out. The Yeah, yeah, what did I say? 
Oh. The he that is bent down will speedily be opened. It's kind of like a zokef kefufim. Right? It's the same, same idea. He who is bent down will speedily be opened and he will not be destroyed and he will not die in, in destruction and his bread will not be lacking. This is an interesting pasuk and I want to see what if you can understand what the idea is here. I am Hashem your God. Roga hayam, I calm the sea. Vayehemu galav, and the waves rage. Adonai tzvaot shemo. God, master of legions, is his name. Right. So, what is what is the idea of this pasuk? I am God. I calm the waves. The waves calm rage. The I calm the oceans. The waves rage. So the idea, me who so the, 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 the interpreters, or at least down here, he said something very nice. He said, the, the, the oceans as a whole, they never go outside their boundary. I mean, very rarely, like a tsunami, but I'm saying in the, t- the typical, typical case, they're always, they're always contained. But within the ocean, the waves are very intense. But when they come to the sand, they're always stopped at the very, very same place. And the idea there is that the oceans are kept calm while the waves are raging. And it's like the same way Bore Olam, he, he's able to, and this is a fascinating idea, he controls the Amim for us, even though internally they're raging. Meaning, meaning, what does he do? Like, uh, like the, <laughs> let's, say, like, let's say it like this. Let's say it like this. Whoa, whoa, the, the Iranians are raging, yes. right? And so are, the Sunnis are also raging. Yeah. At Israel. But then what does Hashem do? He will divert their rage so that on the whole, everything stays calm. So these people will be balancing. These people will fight these people instead of us. These people will fight these people instead of us. And all of a sudden, Bore Olam keeps an entire ocean that's full of rage. It's the separation. He keeps in, it separated. Exactly. Wow. It's a very, very deep idea. Um, and that's why it says, Roga Hayam. He causes the ocean to stay calm, but the waves inside are still raging because there's a lot of chaos within the system. But Borei Olam keeps us protected, not by calming down the chaos, but by controlling it and diverting it and and having it stop at the right place. It's a very, very nice, very nice idea. Uh, there's a machloket on this pasuk who it's, it's being spoken to. I think it's being spoken to the Navi Ishaya. So I'll translate it for you and then you tell me what you think. I will put my hand, uh, I will put my, my word in your mouth and I will cover you with my hand and uh, to, to uh, stretch out the skies and to establish the earth and to tell Zion that you are my nation. Now I thought this is referring to Yeshaya, the Boreola. I'm saying I'm going to give you these abilities. It looks like it gives, it, it's talking He's to talking Yeshaya. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you these abilities to tell Sion. The other interpretations. And I'm going to defend it. I'm going to protect. Exactly, and I'm going to the same way he did his other yes, yes. I, I think it, that's Peshat because he always tells at the beginning of Yirmiyahu. Remember we had the same thing they're with Yirmiyahu. Yes, they're yes, always they afraid. Them, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then what does Hashem tell Yirmiyahu? I'm going to make you like a strong, strong city, yeah. and that that nobody is going to be able to overcome you. So I think that's the idea here that when Hashem gives the Navi the word, he then covers him with his hand and protects him. The other interpretation, which I don't know how it fits, is that this is referring to Am Yisrael, that I'm going to put my word in the, in the mouth of Am Yisrael and I'm going to protect them 
so that Am Yisrael can bring uh, order to the, to the creation. Meaning, God creates the world, but if not for the teachings of, of the Torah, and if not for the teachings of Am Yisrael, everybody goes crazy. Everybody, right? There is, there is no, there is no rules and regulations. No there rules and regulations. So Am Yisrael is the means through which the heavens are established Example. and the earth is, is established, right? The heavens are stretched and the earth is established. Yeah, well, it's true. It's the Jewish people are the true. example of No, the but that is true. I mean, look, look at the, I, I always say this, but most of the calm in the world today is because of the strength of the United States, geopolitically, right? The, the, if the United States wasn't around, everybody would be warring. And where, does, where do the morals of, of the United States come from? It comes from the Bible-based religion and the Bible-based uh, the, the, the morals. So, of course, it's true. But, um, but I think that, that I, think, I personally think this is referring to the Navi. Then the idea is on a more personal note that when a person, he does the will of God and he tries to bring the word of God to the people, he is protected by Hashem and Hashem makes sure that he uh, is successful in that. How much time do we have left? Yeah, well, five. Okay. This is now we're going to do a few psukim where it describes the distress that Yerushalayim was under. Right? The distress that Yerushalayim was under. So it says, Where is this? Where do you know this from? A lot of these psukim now are going to be found in the Lachadodi. So keep an eye out for it. Wake up, wake up, get up, Yerushalayim, that you drank from the hand of God the, the cup of His anger. The, the kubat is like a type of casket or some, some canteen of some sort. The, the, the cup of poison, you drank and you finished. And the idea is, we drank a cup of... Uh, of very poisonous, very bad drink that came uh, is a manifestation of God's anger. And now we're going to take this metaphor, and now we were kind of like drunk, drunk in a way on this poison. Yeah, yeah, um, doing. Nobody is guiding her from all of the kids that she gave birth to, and nobody is holding her hand from all of the kids that raised. she raised. So by the way, this f- plays into another Haftarah uh, that we've done before, at least another thing that we've studied. And then it speaks about Yerushalayim as a woman that is Shikula, yes. a woman who's lost her children. Yes. And what's the, what's the idea? What's the point of children? Well, one of the, point, one of the reasons we have children. Jewish, uh, no, what's the, one of the reasons parents have children is that so in that their old age, somebody will take care of them. Yes. Right? We don't always have social security. The idea the uh, the Jewish social, social security is kids. It's children, right? So, because Yerushalayim is Shikula, because she lost her children, she doesn't have anybody to hold her hand and guide her as she is drunk. So you see the whole metaphor is, is coming into play right here. We have, she drank the cup of poison. Now she's tipsy and she can't really walk straight. But because she lost her kids, there's nobody to guide her and to hold, hold her hand and to walk her through the streets. Shetayim hena kor Two are the korotayich, are the things that occurred to you. And who will mourn for you? Hashod the, these are two, these are two really one. Kind of theft 
and 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 it's like theft and death. These are the two things. Two are the things that occur to you. Shod ve'ashever, theft, and ra'av ve'acherev, and hunger and, and sword, which means death. Mi'anachamech, who will console you? Banaich ulefu shachevu berosh kol chutzot ketom ichmar. Hamle'im chamat Adonai ga'arat elohaich. Your kids, they like fainted and they fell in the streets. Berosh kol chutzot, at the head, heads of the streets. Ketom ichmar. This is like a type of an animal. Um, like a wild ox. Is it shever in Hebrew? Shever means food. Shever means food, yeah. Shever bar, as they said, like it's like there's a drop. No, no, no. Oh, really? Yeshever b'mitzrayim actually means to, that there's food. So I think hashod uh, ve'ashever means the, th- the theft of food. Okay. Something like that. Uh, I mean, shod is, is also the theft of people. Right, so we have the shod and the shever. So that's more like theft, and then you had the hunger and the death, which are obviously are, are personal afflictions. Okay. So you have the personal afflictions and you have the monetary afflictions. Those are the two things that occur to Yerushalayim. And then the, the kids are, are fainting in the street. Ketom ichmar, I think it's like a donkey or something, or, or like, a, like a, a deer stuck in a trap, filled with the anger of God, the roar of your king, of your, of your God. Lachen shimunazot aniyah ushkurat. Therefore, listen now to this, you, you oppressed one who is drunk, not on wine. Meaning that that's, uh, we're, we're, we are drunk as people, but we're, we're, it's, not, it's a metaphor, it's not real wine, right? That's the idea, you know. Um, let's just do a little more. To, you want to try to get to the end of the chapter? It's only two psukim. Do you have, I think it's Adonai still. Adonai. Adonaiich, Adonai, Velohaiich, Yariv Amo. I've never, I've never, this is a very uh, rare uh, way of. Twice, twice it's. Uh, it's Adonaiich, and, Adonai. and then Adonai, and then Velohaiich. We have back to back to back. So, so, so says your master, Adonai, and your God, Yariv Amo, who fights for his nation. I'm taking this cup of poison out of your hand. You will not drink that cup anymore. And I'm going to put it in the hands of those who cause you fear. Who've told you, bend over so that we will walk over you. And that you had to put your back to them so that they could walk on it like, like the earth. And like a street for the people who pass by. So that cup of poison which I, you were drinking now will be given to the people who caused oppression to you. And tomorrow we continue with a lot of psukim. Amen. Amen. Amen.